0: Listen to me. We've all been deceived. We need to calmly head towards the exit. We're free alive. It's
1: gonna fly! Welcome to the banana
0: bread and circus
1: republic with crispy and Tono. Your hosts for the end of the world or whatever we're looking at.
0: We're looking at the reset.
1: Yeah, it's uh, we're gonna be fine, ladies and gentlemen.
0: So strap in and join us to recalibrate the soul as we explore the ether and ethics of our evolution. In the
1: space between spaces, there's an intelligence that guides our values and our judgments, which determines who we are, what we're doing, and where we're going. Follow your nose and think for yourself.
0: Yeah, dude, speaking of helping things, I've been feeling that muscle pretty hardcore when it comes to, uh, like, the social service work and um, just trying to grow stuff and um, cultivate things. and
1: Be a nurturer.
0: Yeah, it's tough to nurture a world that's essentially losing its identity.
1: Or trying to fight it. And it's like, I don't want that. I don't care if it's good for me. You know, it's like there's so much obstinance right now. You know, people, people want something to fight over or about whether or not it makes any sense. You know?
0: Yeah, I can think of tons of examples there.
1: Oh, dude, it's and it's all subversion. It's all it's all shit like being fed to us. If if social media didn't exist right now and it wasn't being pushed on mainstream media, like none of this shit would exist. Hmm. It's
0: Right. It's yeah.
1: totally manufactured.
0: It's manufactured and we've forgotten how to manufacture it for ourselves. Like we were talking earlier about living your own story, being the main character in your story. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like we were talking earlier about uh Simulation theory, and, you know, like, the certain percentage of people that might be, you know, player characters, it's it's beneficial for both them and the development of the world that they live in to, you know, attempt to recognize themselves that way as actual player characters. And if they're proven wrong, they're proven wrong. But... And then we were talking about how, you know, it might be, uh it might not be a black-white thing in the sense of, you know, like, you know, 30% are PCs, 70% are NPCs, but it might be like, uh okay, you know, this person just, like Mario, he eats the mushroom, all of a sudden... He's big Mario. It's like some NPCs might be able to, you know, get a bonus or, you know, find a hidden fucking nugget or mushroom and all of a sudden they're PCs for a minute. And the same with PCs, like, dumbing themselves down too much to the point where they're not exercising free will
0: anymore. mm PCs versus non-PCs player non-player characters player versus player
1: non-player person. characters just like any MMO or RPG you know and it's scary like how closely they've gotten to you know the the philosophical idealistic model of what a a simulation might look like because you know if you can create a whole world you know like What did, World of Warcraft did it 15 years ago? And, you know, they've gotten to the point where they can can do it without the internet. You can, you know, there's games where you can go in and there's a whole fucking world. And then there's games where they're entirely internet-based and they're endless, you know. There's no necessary end to them. You know, they can just keep on adding and adding and adding expansions. Right.
0: Just going within more and more depth into it's all whatever in those fractal, yeah, yeah, right. like fractal stories, fractal like narratives, fractal
1: theories,
0: oh, opinions. Yeah,
1: and as we get closer to that as a possibility slash option for, you know, downloading our memories into the future over our dna you know it's and some people yeah. are just so quick to dismiss this shit it's fine it's fine you know well you, i mean
0: you, <clears throat> it's not really worth just dismissing it's about being uh curious and mm. knowing what to do with that curiosity so i'd like to just turn our attention for a hot second to actually my book uh, i don't know what Fuck yeah
1: because
0: there's a there's a point in the book that i talk about like the Trinity of Transcendence and this being a uh a vector of knowing, doing and being within every single one of us. And within that, we have different connections. Different, I think like I think you mentioned it pretty early
1: on in the mo- in the book.
0: Yeah, different geometric angles, really. It just, looks like the just,
1: triforce from uh Yeah. From Zelda.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I took yeah. that idea um, essentially, but I didn't use its like actual intellectual property with it.
1: We've been taking that idea for probably like fifty thousand years at this point, you know, yeah, and like, it's a brilliant triforce didn't come from nowhere.
0: Yeah, and it's a brilliant uh story about how um part of us and what surrounds us is all connected to at least one of those sectors. Which I believe in Zelda, it was the top of the triangle, the top equilateral triangle was uh, Triforce of Power. The left of the
1: uh, the center was the eye. I remember that.
0: I don't even know what the center was. It was always blank to me. And it's, yes, there were there is a symbol of it's, the eye.
1: You're right. Yeah, no, it's it's very uh, Freemasonry, Freemasonish.
0: Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I bet you it has its roots. In that tradition, well, to some degree, at least. I mean, these things, like, you got to think of them like a family tree, right? Because ideas get passed from generation to generation, and they somehow if, become, like, more elitist in their nature.
1: Right. If a mafia lives long enough, it becomes, uh, you know, an established entity, and it's no longer looked at as, you know... uh a mutant arm of society mm. you know so yeah over over time you know like the the freemasons have encountered or they've they've put that triangle into so many things the triangle with the eye in the center and maybe that might not be the actual symbol for Zelda, but there's there's definitely been games where they have the triangle, and then the center of it is like a a laser beam shooting eye that you got a black block with your shield and talk and
0: roll and blah blah blah. Yeah, they riff on it pretty nicely. I like how they depicted it, and I know that I don't know if that's what they were going for. Truth be told, because what I referred to in the book is on page thirty four. Damn, and, I was
1: going to say 32.
0: <laughs> that would be a good guess, for sure. But it's like when I start introducing the triforce in like different um complex ways, like different complex versions of it and use that to basically deter- decipher what the difference between autism and a typical like Fun- yeah. person in a cultural paradigm uh the, wi- the versus and, neurodivergent. but it also—I mean, it also—I didn't really go so far deep with this. I could have, where I'm pretty sure now I'm because I—I didn't know anything about autism when I wrote this. So well, you did. This was just well, I knew a little bit. You had experience with it. I definitely experience, but every case is different. Not That's the thing. Every if I if I've learned anything about working with people with autism, it's that every single person is different. It just—it all has a very—it's so diverse. It's—it's oh, yeah. it's incredible how diverse. Some people,
1: it is. it's almost not noticeable, and some people, you know, they're—they're they're little, literally trapped in their own brains. You know, like very intelligent, very aware, but just unable to, you know, like have control over. Thoughts, emotions, actions, you know, and right. it's. Yeah, like. I hate saying this. I really do. God damn it. But at least things like Elon Musk's Neuralink software, at least things like that. If not that, we'll see. Have great promise for people in the autistic spectrum to help them with a more, you know... I never would have neural, thought of it that way. Well, it's one of the things that... Yeah, it, I mean, it's...
0: Well, that's brilliant.
1: Yeah. and it's, Isn't it the, like... So I can't argue with it. Isn't know? it
0: tough to like even rationalize the governance of one's brain though like governance not from within this is like the hard part that's
1: well here's that i'm having trouble and with. and this is the hard part that society is having trouble with is you know understanding the legalities of all this shit from you know from Elon Musk's neuralink software to you know like 23andMe or Ancestry.com, like one of the things that you sign away when you sign away your spit or whatever DNA sample you give them is they have the capability to trademark or copyright your DNA in the future. And you've given them a sample that they can use multiple times over and that's the difference between giving your DNA to like say you know you get arrested and they swab your mouth or which is still questionable but you know, like or when blood's drawn like your DNA goes into a collection database but it can't be used the same way that These people have figured out, you know, the permits to allow them to basically have carte blanche over, you know, the future of your DNA to the point where, you know, depending on how legislation goes, they could, they could come after your kids for having your DNA because they have your DNA copyrighted
0: oh right I mean that's that's yeah uh, depending on depending on how
1: dystopian shit gets you know like let's hope it never gets that way let's knock on wood right now but yeah like
0: yeah that shit creeps the fuck out of me
1: that is how dark shit can get if if more people don't start paying attention right now and that's really all it takes
0: yeah because if you were to have some sort of source of uh control or f- proprietorship or whatever on an idea or a way of thinking you can manipulate that way of thinking to vote and to buy things how you want them
1: i mean straight up to the point where they could they could open up a you know an organ harvesting market legally off of mm-hmm. you know if if things went wrong enough
0: yeah, and be like, "Oh no,
1: okay, yeah, that's this person, that's this person, that's, that's so this person, up, dude. We we, you know, own the copyright to all their DNA. You know, right. we can we can make infinite clones of them if we'd like. So go ahead and take their organs,
0: right? That's so fucked up, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's and that isn't that the paradigm that's going down out in you know places that uh, I still mean, have a lot of a vested interest in controlling their people through." Like are, communism,
1: are you, are, and, are you right? Are you talking organ harvesting in communist-prone countries?
0: Yes, I am.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of that, and <clears throat> yeah, we're he, we're yeah. sliding down a slippery slope towards that. It's so bad,
0: dude. Yeah, I don't God.
1: like making this about politics. Well, thank God. No, I, well, yeah. It, well, this
0: is beyond politics. This is like, this is wow. Like, this is a species turning on its people, supposedly, if it is the same species and all of that, but it, it, we don't need to go down it's that. It's a brainwashed
1: road. population trying to turn the rest of the species into cattle.
0: Yeah, that would be how David Icke would put it. Is what my thoughts are.
1: Well, um, I, he and I differ on a lot of things. Oh, yeah. But, no, same here. But we also agree on a lot of things, so... You know, the more ideas you have the more conversations you can have with people. Mm. It's pretty much as simple as that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think just being flexible in one's thinking yeah. enough to at least hear the person out because yeah. they may be onto to something. Like, you never, tell me you know, me the craziest
1: thing that you can think of. And if I can't entertain it, I'm probably not a good co-host for this show.
0: I think what happens a lot is people get so f- married to ideas. That they're willing to basically create their whole life story around those ideas, around these paradigms, around this research to back it up, and it may be legit—like maybe ten percent or twenty percent even—I question myself
1: with that all the time. Like, yeah, you know, like, am I so invested in this because it's happening, or is it happening because I'm so invested in it? You know, like,
0: yeah, I don't, e- I don't know.
1: Even if it's not a simulation, like. We have that power of manifestation. You know, at the end of the day, it could be we're getting tricked into manifesting things on a mass scale and it's happening. What's your story from the last couple weeks? I, what, we?
0: Oh, dude. God damn. Do I have a fucking story right, to tell let's you? Let's hear this. Holy shit, dude.
1: Let's hear Here, this.
0: Before we start, though, let's hear from our sponsors. Up until now, you've heard me talk quite a bit about my book, Cognitive Liberty, available for sale at select retailers, including Amazon and iTunes. It's a book about our collective cognitive distortion how we've essentially self-sabotaged our growth through perpetual states of stress and anxiety. My book is a philosophical narrative about autism and the evolution of consciousness in an ecological context reflecting on our imperative need to free our minds from a neurocentric view of intelligence and embrace the emotional dimensions that guide our lives. It's about questioning our traditional sense of intelligence as it explores the symptoms of modern culture as a parallel version of autism, where life and experience are trapped exclusively inside the head. You can learn more by purchasing a book in the description below, or by subscribing to my podcast, Cognitive Liberty, where I break down why I wrote the book and how it relates to the time of extremes we're going through today. Thank you for your support. These are the Samsung Q2U.
1: Brought to you Microsoft. by Samsung's and uh, they're great. <laughs>
0: yes. They actually are pretty good.
1: They're great.
0: Yeah, they're not they're not horrible. I didn't mean to say I have rape. the gain turned way up. which because there was oh, the God. variability of being like this, because if the gain's up, it'll catch it for the most part. But if you're as long as you're in front of the mic and you picture this narrow hallway. It's like literally the width of the mic. It's so narrow. Hmm. You need to take a piss? No. I just wanted to get the sound right.
1: All right. Yeah. yeah. Back. Just because
0: we're it's learning. We're learning. Yeah. Thanks for bearing with us. Back to the show. Welcome back to the BBCR, folks. So last Tuesday the week before the 4th of July I had a bear stumble on my property and
1: uh, right, those, in the, right in the backyard here. Yeah.
0: For those of you who don't know, I have chickens and bees in the same sort of uh, fenced-in space. And it's only just chicken wire at this point. So it's chicken wire because I was planning on upgrading the fence. So at this point, there's no electric fence. This bear comes in and it stumbles upon the box of goodies that I was trying to catch a swarm in in the tree out back. I go out there. I go out this window actually, and I notice that there's all these frames and stuff, debris on the base of the tree, just like in the on the ground. And I'm thinking, like, damn it, oh freaking, the box fell out of the tree probably because it was already like somewhat loose or whatever, and I've just been too lazy to adjust it. Thinking it was the box that fell out of the tree. I go out there thinking, like, oh, what a mess. All right, I got to go clean this up. And this is the night before we're leaving for Rhode Island. This is like. I have a million other things to do than deal with the backyard. That's how it always goes. Yeah. You least expect the fact that Uncle Murphy shows up.
1: Yeah. I look, I look. And he's on his period. (laughs) Fuck. That's what it's felt
0: like, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That is so what it's felt like. Cause it's like, Oh man. Cause this is just the beginning. I have all, this is like a whole week's worth of shit. I
1: fucking love it. So don't. this is I'm, where it begins. I'm like, I, walk, I like seeing you being relaxed right now at the end of it,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. I kind of lost my my way there.
1: But sorry, you 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 walked out.
0: I go out there thinking it's just this mess that I have to clean up, and I do have to clean up a mess. But I look up as soon as I approach the very first frame that I see on the ground. I look up, and there's a black bear staring right at me and i'm like maybe six feet away from it
1: how big you think like it was a young one year and a half in inches um for our listeners it
0: was big enough but it was certainly old enough to the point where i it figured like my first thought was oh shit where's your mom and the fact that I don't know. Kind of my gut told me that I it was like the, the mom wasn't na- anywhere nearby. And
1: Size the, of a big dog, bigger than a big
0: dog, but yeah. small enough to be yeah. to the point where like compared to an adult black yeah. bear, this was not an adult black bear for right. sure. No, it was probably like a teenager in relative years or whatever. Especially until like the whole like oh, I'm just gonna take what I want and you can't stop me or anything and so it's been a mental roller coaster, and it all started with this encounter with the bear. And my first thought, just like rush of adrenaline, and just like, "What are you doing here?" Like, puffed my chest out, and just like started to feel like, "Okay, I'm the alpha."
1: Raise so, your yeah. arms above your head. Did you? No. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Good call. Just all that, all that stuff, Brrr. and just like, I left, and actually. This is my first bear encounter, and the only thing I know about is just to like raise your hands up and just like make, make yourself as present
1: tall as possible, big as possible. Yep, yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm gonna try and keep this brief, um, because I want to leave plenty of room for other talk. But when grabbed the foghorn, sounded it off, <laughs> fucking f- <laughs> tried to scare it. But it was already in the tree. So it really only good. kept it only kept going up this fucking tree. And it stayed there. It latched to the tree like it was its home. And I was like, fuck no, this is not your home. Like fuck
1: this. Super young then. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But how far was its belly from the ground?
0: Mm, versus That's a
1: good question. That's how you tell like the true age of a bear. The uh, older they get, the closer their belly gets to the ground. Like the bigger okay. they are you I know, the that. more they look like a walking barrel. Oh. And
0: it's just Yeah, what they do. I couldn't say, because I never saw it walk on the ground. Shit you not, the only time I've encountered this bear, and this was just the first, yeah, <laughs> was in the tree. It was just in the tree. It's been in the tree every time I have gone outside. You
1: think it's in there my right
0: life. now? I sure I'm fucking hope not. Let's go look. You
1: no, know, well, I can just check.
0: No, thank God.
1: But (laughs) I love that you could just turn around and look out your window and be like, uh, no, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) I've been watching this whole area like a hawk. I've been upgrading the fence since then because this is the weird thing. So we get the game warden on the phone. The first thing they tell us is to stop trying scaring it because it's only going to make it worse. It's only going to make it leech to the tree more. So with all my willpower and
1: you electrify ability the
0: ability to no no i just i i stood back i i retreated but i was in i was a mess i was like in a fucking mental pretzel of what the fuck am i supposed to do about this because we're about to we have plans to go visit you know family and, shit. Mm. and like
1: you're leaving your girls alone your chickens yeah no way i'm fucking doing that so yeah. i
0: canceled the trip that was the first thing it was like i got my family on the phone and had to you know thankfully it actually was a you know my grandparents are very understanding there and I want to go see them really badly. So it was hard to have to cancel something after, you know, this fucking stupid shit storm of a pandemic. Like this is the first real time to get away. Since, I mean, we've gone camping tons of times, probably a dozen times since COVID hit, but
1: um not to go see like your elderly, you know, relatives and spend time with them. and you know? Yeah. You know, enclosure of any sort,
0: even just staying in a hotel, like being away from it for that long, it almost like you kind of miss it. Like you, you embrace the shitty hotel stories. Cause I have like, there was that too in the last week, but the primary anxiety trigger has been this fucking bear. So we get to the point where we have the game warden. We've, they've, they're coming to help. They're on their way. I'm. Waiting very diligently and trying to be as patient as I can because I just all I want to do is you're
1: watching it. the tree, making sure it doesn't like, yeah, get down, go off, yeah, different or anything without like, noticing anyway. Exactly.
0: And I don't know what the fuck to do because I could make it worse. I already think I made it worse at this point. The game warden gets here, we start talking, we're just talking on the back deck at this point. And then he's like, Well, I could just shoot, I could try shooting it with rubber bullets and see if it works, but there's no telling if it'll make it worse and so let's just go i was just like well let's go see let's see what you think and we go up and walk up to the tree and the bear's gone straight up gone like it had to have left like they can be quiet that i was waiting for the for the game warden they can
1: be super quiet
0: yeah they can and that's what i've learned they're sneaky yeah they got such
1: such thick thick paws yeah that you know if If they're trying to, you know, if they know they're in a dangerous area, and they're very smart animals, you know, they know... They really are. They don't
0: get enough credit, I don't think.
1: No. And especially black bears. Black bears have two sets of nostrils. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: it's one of the things that makes them unique amongst the bear families. They've got a set of nostrils on the roof of their mouth. Mm. And they can can smell food from... They can almost taste food to that extent from <laughs> further away than some other species of bears can smell it. Oh,
0: dude, it's funny you say that because I was talking to Mike about this, about like potential like chemical deterrence that wouldn't harm the ecosystem or the bees and all this.
1: I've I, everything from vinegar to antifreeze, like they will eat it. Well, and antifreeze is like I would never do that myself. No, yeah, I, pe- I wouldn't. I've heard of people doing it and.
0: I wouldn't do that. I've it, heard of ammonia. Will just basically you want them? You want to just deter detour them. But one of the things that I, well, I thought was interesting get used that to it I if haven't hungry. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, what about cayenne pepper? Because I've heard cayenne pepper is one of those few things that can actually keep a bear away from a food, from an unlocked car door in a cooler. Yeah. To stop it from just going there if and chowing
1: down. Right. If you're using. If you're using, like, liquid-based deterrents, liquids evaporate. You know, even if they're not, Mm -hmm. like, highly volatile, they evaporate. So, yeah, you want to use powders as much as you
0: can. I'm always worried about it raining and just, like, having to keep, like, putting it out there. I guess it's just a normal thing, right?
1: Well, yeah, but, you know, with something like Basically, what you're talking about is capsaicin, you know, the, right, the active you. ingredient yeah. in, yeah. you know, chili powder exactly. or pepper spray or, you know, mace. And yeah. and bear mace, bear spray is actually less concentrated than the stuff that's used for self-defense because uh, their noses are so much more sensitive, you don't actually need... You know, the concentration. Whereas, you know, some people that are attacking you, they can't smell anything because they've been up all night snorting drugs. So, mm, no judgment against those people (laughs) until they start attacking people for more drugs.
0: Yeah, we don't want
1: that. And we don't promote the drugs, but we don't judge you. So, until you start attacking people that's that's bad don't do that junkie
0: yeah no more of that that we don't need that i know well you just need help big time at that point but anyhow it's like we went through all of the different scenarios an unwelcome mat is a good one that i like that i'm going to use i think i'm gonna put Un- those up unwelcome mat. that's what they call it it's like a board like a loose piece of like leftover plywood or, or a board of some kind where you can get nails through it and enough of them, no more than an inch in depth. Cause it just to prick them, their pads, it's not enough to like harm them. Yeah. It's enough to deter them. Yeah. So there's that. And I'm thinking about putting that between the electric fence and the actual fence. So, but so this bear goes away we're We're gone. and I'm part of me. a huge part of me was relieved. It's like, "Oh, fuck, yes, I'll be able to get some sleep tonight. Like I'll just have to be on guard somewhat and make sure that it's okay, but it's had its fill. The worst part is, though, it's positively reinforced at this point. And it knows exactly where potential extra food might actually be someday. And so, what was it? Friday night? Well, I should probably finish in saying that. I wrapped the fence around, aligned it with you know. I was checking electric, that out. Yeah. My electric fencing, which I have, I've had it. It's the netting fence, so it's kind of a pain in the ass because it fucking sags and shit. Yeah.
1: So it, pull I have to it keep, real tight. Yeah, and the
0: weeds are like it's hard to keep the weeds away from drawing the current, you know, down and grounding you don't the fence. Hit it
1: with the weed whacker because you might fuck up the wiring. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, just trying to stay keep the fence like just grounded enough to retain its current and keep it hot enough to deter a bear. It's such a delicate fucking art. And this year was my first spring being like, you know what? I'm just going to say to hell with it, with the fence until I upgrade it. And so I keep putting it off, of upgrading it. This is like, since like March, I've been telling myself this and priorities have been on renovating the garage, which by the way, I've, Made it that much closer, bro. So fuck yeah, fucking Cheers to that. This whole humbiant fermentary thing that we've been talking about for however long,
1: humbiance about to go full scale.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of fun doing the ferments. So with, shout out to our sponsors with meads and ciders. Those are fun, fun to do, and and delicious. They're very tasty. So.
1: Brings out the Viking in you.
0: I'm only gonna be able to supply it to local retailers, though. It's not gonna be oh, for, anything now. Like, for now. For yeah, now, yeah, for now. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll eventually. One step at a time. I'll yeah. be able to figure out a way to transition to doing it more full time.
1: You've got too many point. balls up in the air to make yourself feel bad. So,
0: well, that's no. the thing. Like a whole big part of this whole operation has been the beehives. Like this is the backbone of the whole business model. Yeah. And it's all just been a side hustle hobby thing. And now this bear comes along and fucking says, you know what? You got here's some pretty tasty stuff. I kind of want some more. So fucking A, I get the fence set up. It's about as hot as I can get it at that point in step, step, step. time. And I just, I just put it up just for peace of mind. I don't know if it'll actually do anything in the long run but it's a peace of mind it's a piece of the puzzle that had to get done because they're smart
1: enough creatures like they it would have to be really hungry to want to you know overpower that current and break through it
0: well see that's the thing the hide is thick enough to not do anything like there have been instances I've had friends I've had, I haven't I oh, have talked yeah. to them about like let's, let's you know Let's figure out what you actually did wrong with your It friends. really depends kind of on like, where, I, I didn't have that kind
1: of where on their body it but. contacts. If they contact it with a a paw that has no fur on it or their nose, you know, somewhere that has no fur and there's a you know, instant, you know, electricity to skin transfer.
0: I sure hope so, dude.
1: Because like, it's the fur that's acting as the insulator. I I watched it with Genghis multiple times. Oh really? I watched him. I watched him touch probably fifteen electric fences before he finally got zapped once. Oh. And it's because he stopped under it long enough. You Dude, know? I
0: bet that unwelcome mat will work wonders there. Yeah, because yeah. if you can penetrate through that, even just for the slightest bit, if it's underneath, like you're between, just making it
1: uncomfortable for between
0: them. the yeah between yeah. the. Uh, like the chicken wire fence and the electric fence, it should be okay. So write it, write it down, people. Write it down. <laughs> Note to beekeepers. Unwelcome, Matt. An unwelcome, Matt. And yes, we'll pick it up. We'll pick that I up. I got a piss before folks. we left off. Here, here, go for it. I'm going to leave. I'm going to actually, hey, I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to do a little intermission video and you'll want to listen to this at some point. I was going to save it to the end, but. But if you have to pee, dude, go pee. It's all good. I can start it when you get back. <laughs> Doggy. Actually, I'm kind of seeing a young
1: lady right now. Very young. Oh, and, uh, it's, I'm this kind this of feel ill, Ill that I'm seeing somebody this young. It's ridiculous. But oh. gee, a little bit older than that. <laughs> Please don't sue us. Bill is a state. We love him. I can't help myself, man. I'm weak.
0: He's talking about uh, dating oh, a sir, young lady. Young you get young down lady.
1: between her legs and it, there's this... It's, it's like a wisp of cotton candy framing a paper cut. You know, I, uh, it's really, really nice. And, uh, sick. That's sick? What do you like? These coal miner women with pussies so big you find dead canaries in them? I mean, <laughs> excuse me. But, uh,
0: uh, 15-year-old girls are not sick. Oh, I gave it away. 15. All right. Down to the tunnel, digging on Miss Pussifer. Tongue roll, call cadence, hear the school bell ring. Miss Vagina mind, teach your patient diligence. Keep the chain gang swinging, make the cat burn sing. Down Miss Vagina Mine. Oh.
1: Dope, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Welcome back. And thank you for indulging me with that. I appreciate so
1: it. So before we air that, we might have to cut both of those down to seven second clips, even if we want to do multiple seven second clips, you know, like
0: I th- I heard that if you if you want to put it on YouTube to avoid their sound algorithm, then yes, you you do need to keep it below a certain time.
1: Yeah, and I, probably a few other services
0: too. I would guess. Yeah, it's not anything. I'm not looking to get rich off of those. No, riffs. in fact, no. like uh, by the way, we don't want to charge anything. No, p- poc- Pussifer Pussifer um, that was uh, Vagina Mine live at Club Nokia on off of the uh, Pussifer C is for. Please insert sophomoric genitalia reference here which, EP album. which
1: means be gentle We're bleeders
0: it's uh no i just wanted to put that together cuz i was always i always thought of that song whenever i heard bill tell tell that joke about the coal miners
1: they go together really <laughs> well dude it's like
0: that's like in my brain that's that's my brain right there
1: uh, the the way that tool used Bill for inspiration. It's hard to discount the possibility that Maynard might have kept up that tradition, and maybe that was a little From, homage. To
0: yeah, a- it might have been. I mean, I wouldn't put it past. I think, I think he has plenty of secrets as it is. That he's he's just such a creative guy, and yeah. he's doing amazing work in all aspects of his life. It's not just the one thing. It's like like a culmination of things. It's a brilliant.
1: He's an incredibly clever person. And he,
0: he's also just having fun. Like he's just fucking around really. Like at the end of the day, he's just fucking around, which is what you love about him.
1: He's just fucking around, but he also has a serious side.
0: Totally. No. Yeah. He definitely is a serious person. in some, in a lot of respects, but I think that's also coming from like his sort of, from what I, I don't know the guy. I mean, I don't know the guy, so I can't actually attest to any of this. But I mean,
1: we've known him as you know an artist that we followed for yeah. years, but we don't know him personally, right? Right. right.
0: Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know him. I mean, he seems like a pretty chill guy, and he has he's a he's a really hard worker. Like his dude, his backbone must be like made of something different, man. Because like I'm at, even at my age, I'm feeling it with all the work I do. And it's just crazy how he, cause I, what I love about him and his work and what he advocates for is like creating that like balance of that interest, introspective like side where that part of you is recharging. Work versus, and play
1: balance. Yeah.
0: Versus the yeah. extroverted, like go hard.
1: And it's different for everybody, like what that balance is. But like, if, if you, if you have an understanding for yourself, what that balance is, like, You know, what nurtures you as far as, you know, your creativity, your expression, your ability to output energy, you know, even if it's chaotic energy versus like the the time you need to spend creating, building, you know, making something that's tangible and, you know, like.
0: Yeah, it takes it takes a lot of work, more work than I think most artists get credit for. And especially him, I think. I think he, he to me, is like you, you, you know, you read things like this in scripture of like the Michelangelos of the world and the Alex Grays of the world, like just that higher, that sort of hierarchy of yeah. artist, artistry.
1: Right. Like, like high, high, high functioning creatives. Huge. Yeah. Know, like,
0: I can only imagine. I mean,
1: you're kind of one of those in a sense. I like, appreciate don't, you don't, saying don't, that. But don't I don't know. Don't you know? Give yourself the credit that you need, because or not that you need, but that you deserve, because like you've got a bunch of projects up in the air at any given one moment, and they're all moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's that deserves a you know pat on the back, man.
0: Thanks, bro. Yeah. Well, I couldn't. It takes a village. Huh? It always takes a village. Sometimes,
1: um, sometimes that village just needs to be scorched,
0: though. But it's all... <laughs> yeah, sometimes it does. Uh, and the learning process can be brutal. So, I guess... With that said, basically, the... Uh, the bear came back on Friday. I have the fence up. I have it charged. It's flashing green. It's flashing what it should be. I actually called the... uh Wednesday or Thursday, I can't remember. I called to back to my sub my uh it's the Premier One supplies that I got my equipment from. The energizer for the fence, the fence itself, the all of it. All the equipments actually come from this company.
1: It's like basically like agricultural grade, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, well it's it's they sell supplies for, you know, modest farm farming yeah, yeah. and all of that. Like that. Yeah. Most of their products consist of. If you're
1: trying to keep 20 chickens in a place or, you know, five sheep. And part of, part
0: of why I wanted to go with them was because it was modest enough and it fit my needs. But then I learned over time that I needed to upgrade my, upgrade my fence and I didn't know nearly enough about electric fencing. I wish that I actually had more of an education about electric fencing. The
1: voltage that fucked you, fucked with it. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, it, it, the voltage, Consistently over time, because I've had it up, and this is my third year at it, and I'm learning a lot. It's just like it's just a slow process of finding the bugs and knowing where the bugs are, and then course correcting them, but not Keeping overthinking. The
1: weeds them. off it so it's not yeah. shorting yeah. It things out, like grounding that. out things like in that places. Yeah, yeah
0: totally. And so that's, it's been, that's
1: big because one you know one stock leaning against it won't right. fuck with it, it's, but if you got fifty of them. And it, really, it was
0: hard. Yeah. Yeah. I tried the, like, bee-friendly formula for weed away, like, with vinegar and soap and, I think, Epsom salts, I think, that I used in that formula. And it it worked. It was okay. But, dude, you had to be spraying that shit on at a hot end, day.
1: Right. At the end of the day, you like, just need to weed whack it lo- You have to spray a lot of it.
0: Yeah. But weed whacking wasn't even really... It's not easy to weed whack. You literally have to fucking pull weeds out of the ground. And what I did was I put down like not that like fabric grade gardening right. shit. I put down literally garbage, like contractor bags yeah. split out mm-hmm. and around the whole perimeter and just trying to get this fucking weeds away yeah, from the fence. Work. Yeah. And dude, just like, and things, anything from like pissing in a jug to go pour it around the perimeter for the last two years. Cause, or just straight up. Drop my drawers and just pee right on the apple trees and shit on the perimeter of the property or what Thank have you. Thank God
1: you don't live closer to the center of town.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I I don't just. I'm not a perpetual nudist or whatever.
1: It's not about nudity. No, I know. I'm just playing with it.
0: But you you should
1: you should just be pissing. You get the idea. Stand there and play.
0: Trying to deter the bears as much as I can. I have an alarm. I have like one of those sound off alarms which. Surprisingly, fucking tractor supply or Walmart doesn't fucking sell. It's like I had to get that shit on Amazon and I got it over the years. Like I have stuff like that. Sure. And they may not be working to a T, but now I'm like in high gear. I'm like setting. I'm pulling out all the fucking stops. I took Wednesday and Thursday to pull out all the stops and get the fence as hot as I could get it to figure out why the battery wasn't charging well enough which I narrowed it down to a few different things. You could only imagine what would not be charging the fucking solar panel battery. Anyway, long, long and short, the bear came back by that Friday after spending the last two days. Now I didn't know about this until I went to lie down for bed because the next day on a Saturday morning, we were headed out for Portland and we were like really stoked about it. Cause I'd spent the last two days prepping and like getting confident about the setup. Now, The moment that that bear, I noticed it, I was like, what the fuck are we going to do? And I had this moment where I had to make a decision and I had to be okay with that decision. Otherwise, just cancel everything at that point. And I didn't want to have to do that. Fuck that. I'm not going to let this fucking ruin my quality of life in all of other areas of my life. Like I've had this, I've been looking forward to this. Get away with my wife for a long time, so I would I did the one thing that I knew the last thing I had in my quiver of options was bait the fence. Yeah, before give, all the advice, it the food that it needs, it was hungry, dude. Like it was like whining and complaining. Now I was ready to be like motherfucker if you because that tree, that tree actually goes arrow like dynamic over the fucking fence. So you could actually legit, that bear could figure out how to get in the fucking fence just right. by getting into the tree. Oh, yeah. And, and
1: they can follow a, a decent ways without hurting themselves. And that's too. my next
0: move is to like get my brother over here. Or do do you have a chainsaw? hmm. You do?
1: hmm. You yep.
0: want a good chainsaw, a limb off of my tree? Sure. Maybe. Sure. Soon? I love cutting stuff. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I'll, I have I have an eight footer ladder, um, uh, I which don't, pre- oh, I don't shit, like dude. chainsawing on top of. A dude, ladder. I skipped that a sucks. whole component of this story. By the way, this whole thing. So, in, this is the craziest thing about this fucking past week was there was the good and the bad wrapped up and meshed in all of
1: it. Yeah.
0: So, I spent Wednesday preparing the fence. I spent Thursday making sure that all my preparations covered all their bases. I spent Friday paddling. On the reservoir with my wife, great time. We just had hung out and just like enjoyed the sun. I got sunburned, of course. Um, came back. I go out back. I noticed that my beehive is fucking swarming. One of the one of the, no oh, the winter shit. hives. Yeah, straight up. No so I was shit. like, No finally. fucking way. Yeah,
1: finally. You thought it was gonna happen last like a day month of June ago.
0: Last day of June. Last day a of month June. Month and a half ago. Incredible. It was literally June thirtieth. God damn. This happened. And and the reason that's significant is because I'm I've always had in the back of my mind that a swarm in May is worth a bale of hay, a swarm in June is worth a silver spoon, a swarm in July let it fly, because at that point it's too far into the solstice
1: to for a, a, a colony
0: it. to oh, to really get robust enough to overwinter. Yeah, so you're just supposed to let them give them to the wild, give them back to Mother Nature yep. at that point, yep. and. The first swarm that swarmed, um, in fact, no, the first one that swarmed actually was on the 29th. Excuse me. And I just gave the fucking story away. Sorry about that. <laughs> the, May, like, hey, June, we're moon, in Thursday. July we're flag. on, yeah, we're on, we're on Thursday at this point. The beehive swarms and I'm freaking out. I can't believe that this is happening because now it's like, well, great. Now, you know what? I freaked out for a minute, but then I, like, calm down enough to be like, you know what, I'm not fucking going to climb a tree. It was, like, 25 feet up the fucking tree. And I think it's because of the fence line. The chicken wire, the last part that's keeping the chickens in. It's the
1: electromagnetic frequencies off of the wire itself that they're avoiding.
0: It could be. I'm betting. Because at that point, there was voltage on the fence, but not that exact fence. This was just the fence that's basically keeping them more upward because they got to go above the fence and come down in order to come back into the hive basically. So there's a couple fences. There's the electric fence on the outside, which is a netting that's really only about four and a half feet off the ground. It's not a lot. Um, And then there's the chicken wire that goes pretty high, like up to nine feet or so. And it's my theory that when my beehives swarm, they are inclined to go more up so because they have to bypass the fence so by the time the tornado of bees starts to realize that they should cluster and by me literally me- mimicking thunder to make them cluster is actually i'm doing it all wrong i should be waiting until they bypass outside of the fence then get them to cluster which is what i did the second day this happened again this happened in the very next day it was crazy dude friday after paddling on the res
1: so you think he had two queens in there
0: dude i must have because i found the queen in the second uh swarm she was a young little one but i caged her and i was able to get her in the box i wanted her to which was amazing dude it was exhilarating because i had to use this is what reminded me to tell this story was i used the eight foot ladder the one we'll use when we go limb the tree
1: but i want to take a look at the limb that you're talking about yeah, yeah i'll
0: show you it's the one that, yeah, just gives the bear enough super highway access to literally all they would have to do is he just drop drop in. He would have to just figure that out. Then he'd have to figure out how to get out of the fucking thing, which he could just plow right through. Right. doesn't matter. Right. But especially with a full stomach, that motherfucker. So that to me is like, okay, just it got me this past week. So Friday, I should finish the story. Friday night. I discover the bear my own my last line of defense and I was this is like I was just about to go to sleep stayed up staking it out shining the flashlight I did sound the foghorn because it looked like it literally was going to use that branch to go in
1: you should get a pellet gun if you're going to do that again yeah yeah I need nothing nothing that's going to hurt it I got some peppers you know you can fucking smack it from you know a ways away from the shadows and Right. And be like, what the fuck? Yeah. It, they, 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 There's a lot
0: good. of different options, which I'm very much, uh, not impressed with, with Google, actually, because none yeah, of the, I, none a of the, bag of shit. none of the actual ideas that I use that have worked, I got from Google.
1: Google is a bag of dog shit. I've scared a black bear away with a pot and a pan. Like, it's, it's really a matter of, How vigilant you want to be, how much time you have, what they're going after, and, you know, if you're trying to be, you know, not mean about it. Yeah. I love bears, but at the same point, they're like mice.
0: And I had to. I have
1: no problem with mice, but you can't live with them.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, dude. I hate having to, like, off mice because like they're so cute little creatures. Like yeah. they're like so innocent. They I just want mean, food. Right. They <laughs> it's want like, to, You motherfuckers. They yeah. want the
1: same thing we do. It's just they shit and piss wherever they walk. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, like this bear has no idea of the economics of the shit that I've gotten into with this beehive endeavor. So I'm going to defend my property. Now, the interesting fact though with respect to the town, the state, all those things, the politics of this conversation if the bear breached through my fence i can then open fire on it so as long because as you it's take
1: part of your it's part of your it's, income it's considered
0: yeah it's considered which i think is fair like if it's considered then a destruction of property and you can take measures to you defend could, your property okay. according to what we live in
1: right so, now so even if that wasn't the case if you were just using a pellet gun you could do that anyway
0: Yeah, I've heard of that measure as well, but what I'm referring to is they use very specific language with regards to... A shotgun
1: with rubber pellets.
0: You think, yes, there's that, but there's also...
1: I've got got the the first, the one that I keep in my shotgun at home for home defense, Mm. like the one in the chamber is a rubber buckshot round. Right. Everything after that's lead, but, you know, if you don't... Yeah, Whoever I, I yeah figure it out after the first one a lot. of, Yeah, self
0: defense is a big responsibility. Like, there's a lot of collateral damage that can happen. Right. So and it's like it, it, I don't want to have to take those measures if I don't have to. But with respect to the the law, what I'm getting at can is shoot as long shot. as you as long as you take reasonable measures, and by that they mean. A electric fence surrounding your property. If that's beehives, if that's chickens, like like me or your even your garden, I'm surprised. You did everything you
1: could to deter them. Otherwise, and then they
0: break through that, then you can open fire. But I'm within city. It's got to be a shotgun,
1: so it's got to be buckshot.
0: I'm within city limits, so so I could potentially go to jail. No,
1: in Vermont, you can shoot within city limits, but it can only be a shotgun with buckshot it can't be rifle rounds or pistol rounds
0: that's very good to know
1: and if you're shooting rubber buckshot there's even less possibility of you know collateral damage
0: right yeah and i've heard of they're not meant to
1: penetrate like lead is
0: paintball guns that have cayenne pepper in them and shit like that you can
1: get those you can get shotgun rounds that shoot cayenne pepper Dude, that's wild. You can get
0: shotgun rounds. The issue it that edgy. I have with the cayenne pepper is is making them airborne because it the would bees. deter the bees. Yes. So as long as it's bees. on the ground, bears have such a unique sense of smell that they'll pick it up on the ground.
1: Yeah. Whereas, you know, if it was, if it was the rubber buckshot, like shoot a bear in the ass with it, you don't have to feel bad. It's right. You know, you're not going to hit an internal organ and, you know, cause, like, some sort of problem. You're not breaking bones. Like, Mm -hmm. a small bear is a big animal compared to a medium or large size human.
0: And earlier, we were talking about, like, a fence deterring a bear Mm. at a specific, like, voltage. Well, we didn't talk about specific voltage. According to Google, the specific voltage is, as long as it's a minimum of... Six to seven thousand volts. Eh, I mean, you'd have to have a pretty accurate gauge on there to be confident in that. So I run, I ran, now I run my fence. I got a new battery for the energizer. I run it. I now have two batteries that I'll swap out because I also got a rechargeable like thing that you can just plug right into the wall to get it up to the full charge or as full as you can. Now I get the fence running at around 11,000 volts. But one of the things I want to just cap off this story with is uh, the fact that in that moment when I had to make a decision, it was like an instinct bait the fence. It was like a little voice that told me just bait the fence.
1: And you put and the bait away. on the electric fence.
0: So you you put it on the fence with chin foil.
1: So yeah,
0: you know. and 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 whatever that is, if it's peanut butter, if it's bacon, if it's bacon grease whatever you can do to get that bear to be curious enough based on the aroma zap. to bite it or lick it, mm-hmm. then you zap it. It knows that that it's smart enough to know what They're the boundary smart. actually is. So They're even if it, it'll it associate animals. the tick,
1: the it, ticking it sound, will eventually.
0: it'll associate the freaking, z- obviously the shock, but it'll associate all those things. Like it's disincentivized to... Do what no, it is brilliant. designed to do. So I baited it while the fucking bear was in the tree at like midnight that night. And in the process, staked it out. 2 a.m. rolls around. My wife, my mom was even visiting at the time. They both went to bed. I was, it was just me and this bear at this point and I had no outside noise. I wasn't on Google. I wasn't on the fucking phone with the game warden, which we did call and he validated my decision on the phone with my wife because my wife had all these mixed feelings about stuff. So I got to like all my surroundings under control before I can then be one with this experience and really trust that, okay, the decision I'm about to make is the correct one is the one that I feel good about. And as soon as I was about to go to bed, I had a moment, I had a moment where I thought I should bait the other side of the fence because I know for a fact he's going around along the fence line, which is between my actual electric fence and my neighbor and some vegetation along the fence line, and then out that way, out back that way. And so I bait that side as well, just to up the potential that when this bear comes down, and I know it will, I trust that it will come down. When it does, it'll be hungry enough that it'll be curious enough to lick the bacon and get shocked. Dude, and I I would go probably away. Like the bacon go away. Yeah, yeah, go away. Now this is not your territory. Exactly. Now I did I did when I sound the foul foghorn off while it was up in the tree. This was Friday night again. I knew the consequence of doing so, but it fucking it the poor thing like pissed itself and shit itself. It was so scared. So I I know for a de- I to a degree about
1: that you know to
0: like- a, well to a degree. As soon as that happened. I felt bad, but then I realized, wait a minute, like, I want you to feel, I don't want you to be rewarded for this.
1: No, you should feel uncomfortable here.
0: Yeah. This is not okay for you to be here, dude. Like, go away. You're not.
1: If I could stick you in the back of my CRV and drive you up the road to a place where you'd be more comfortable, I would.
0: And I did that with a skunk. I think that's on a previous episode.
1: But you can't do that with a bear. You
0: know, right. No, I, I want to, yeah, the poor thing, the look on its face. So it's that fine line of like feeling compassion, but also at the same time, like I feel compassion for you. And I, I had dreams about him that first night, like that Tuesday night, dude. I had dreams. I fucking shot it and I felt, I cried like in the dream. It was like the most deeply horrific, like depression of a thing. Like I had to reckon with being mean to an innocent creature and in the process though come out both humbled and know that it'll all be okay because I've done everything I could possibly do that's been part of the journey is like reckoning within yourself that you've done everything that you can do and that's it you gotta you gotta trust that piece because
1: I would definitely get like a pellet gun or yeah like a high-powered one, not like, not like the hunting caliber ones. Like you can get a fifty-caliber pellet gun. That's that's a half an inch pellet. You know?
0: Yeah, dude. I'm definitely and gonna get something don't, like
1: that. Don't no. You don't need that. You just need a regular pellet gun. Well, it something. just needs to yeah. shoot fast enough. Exactly. That it can. The bear can feel it through Another the thing, fur. Because that's the other thing is the, you know, when they say what current you should use you know mm. what voltage you should use mm-hmm. it's like okay that's if you know you're holding the bear right to it or if it's right. connecting with a bear spot on it you know and whether it's its the... nose or it's paw or right. it's got a bear spot on its skin but yeah, because the they say the, day,
0: the hide the hide is the thicker part. So they if they technically they if they wanted the fur to burrow, an,
1: the fur is an insulator, so it can contact the fur for probably a few seconds before it actually tr- starts to transfer through it.
0: Right. Okay, that
1: makes sense. Like that's why Genghis never used to get zapped un- until he like actually stood under and then, know, so like, defense one day. It would stand
0: to reason that a younger bear, they're hide or their fur is relatively thinner and more likely to get zapped than an adult?
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't... I would just assume that they've got natural thick hide, they've got a natural amount of, you know, lipid bile layer underneath that hide fats. Yeah. And then they've got the fur on top of it. Like, they've got a lot of insulation before it actually reaches their circulatory system.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, dude, that's been my week. And then beyond that, we we did go to Portland. We enjoyed it tremendously. Lots of great places. Everyone, if you're out there, if you're going to Portland, Maine, gotta check out Non Such Brewery. They were awesome. Urban Farm Fermentary in downtown Portland off of uh Anderson, I believe. Anderson Street. Uh that was an outstanding experience. Major, are shout. Major, yeah. shot, you're doing major shout out to them. We also went to the Crypto Zoology Museum, which was fucking awesome, dude. I walked right up to the fucking front desk and asked the lady, "Hey, are, can we see Sam Squamshi?" And she's like, "What
1: is <laughs> Samsquamshi here?" Yeah,
0: she was like, "What are you saying?" You guys, in some alternative you, you language. The
1: Crypto's well. We need to. We need to talk about that.
0: It was next, it was a blast. I I enjoyed it. It was crowded. The next crowded. episode has
1: to start with that. Yeah, dude.
0: It it was crowded, but I enjoyed it and it was worth all of that stuff. I, I also bought way overpriced lobster roll.
1: Well, yeah, but you were in Maine, so like, yeah. if you're going to buy a lobster roll,
0: it was good, but it was overpriced. Yeah, because bu- it's just like a lunch.
1: Right, you'll buy a $15 it's like lobster It's like the most expensive here, lunch. You know. But, yeah, like you gotta. Yeah, it's it's right off the coast there. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, we. Yeah, I guess we'll wrap this up.
1: Yeah, any I last found, any
0: last closing thoughts for you for you Tono?
1: I heard about a uh, castle here in Vermont down in Proctor that's supposedly haunted. Oh. So I unfortunately I heard about it on another podcast. Maybe we could do like a collaborative with them or something that'd be cool
0: dude that would be cool i mean that's usually something you have to travel pretty far to go see we went to cape elizabeth and explored like the fort like whatever Um, i forget the exact name of the actual fort but there was like the goddard mansion that was there and it was all like these like weird like ruin like structures made out of stone and just like all these different nooks and crannies, it was pretty, pretty weird to be in that space. But yeah, dude, we should check out the fucking the castle. Yeah. Local,
1: yeah, love, we love it.
0: That. Well, cheers, guys. I gotta get rolling, and we gotta
1: thank you, Chrissy. Thank you, sir, and thank you, folks. We uh, we love all y'all, and uh, keep an open mind. Keep your head on a swivel. Keep your hearts open. And uh, do what you can to be a better person every day. Whatever that means for you. Love it. Onward.